Got time for a quick story. I remember seeing the Body by Jake videos on TV. I, I didn't, okay, admittedly, I didn't buy any, but I remember seeing a lot of like the clips and seeing a lot of Jake Seinfeld um, v- visuals on TV growing up in the 80s and in the 1990s and knew that he was one of the preeminent figures in getting you fit and getting you feeling good. Positivity, energy. That was all there with Jake Steinfeld. And years go by, the exercise boom of the 80s and and getting into the 90s, and it, it ebbs and flows. Fast forward into the 2010s, and the 2020s, you start hearing about Haley Steinfeld. You go, singer, actress. And there are, yeah, it turns out they're related. Well, that's pretty cool. And then popping into my inbox at work not that long ago, taping this on November 1st, 2022, find out that there is a soundtrack from the 1980s coming back out involving Jake Steinfeld. Body by Jake. Wait, well, what's this? You may remember the Body by Jake original video soundtrack called Don't Quit. Came out in autumn of 1984. This was right when the Body by Jake, I guess you could say phenomenon, kicked in. It's big enough that you, you say Body by Jake, almost anyone of that era knows exactly what you're talking about. Well, the soundtrack is out. Again. So you can listen to it via streaming. And there are some names on this. Bobby Caldwell, big hit with What You Won't Do for Love. Michael Sembello, right after Maniac. Joseph Williams, the son of John Williams, the composer. Joseph Williams later going on to be part of Toto. And other folks who've had, if you look up their discographies, you find out they've had extensive careers in the music industry. All the singers took part in this. So I got the chance to talk to Jake Steinfeld and oh my gosh, this was such an energetic interview. I, I, I felt energized just sitting back and chatting with him. This is a fun listen. Jake Steinfeld, as we talk about the re-release of his 1984 album that he executive produced, and he is on this album a little bit as well. You'll have to listen to find out exactly how. Body by Jake, don't quit music from the original video soundtrack. Here's my interview with Jake Steinfeld. Hey, Luke. Hi, Jake. How are you doing? I'm doing great, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing well myself. This is pretty cool. Getting, I actually got a chance to see you and talk to you. This is this is awesome. Very uh, nice. Thank you, man. Now you in Badgerland, I hear. Huh? I am. I am up in uh, I'm up in Wisconsin, and like it's even in the western part of the state. Um, it's it's still it's 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 all it's all Badgers it's all Packers all Badgers. I got one of my dearest friends in the world is a Badger and is uh, uh, actually a, a a number of my buddies are Badgers and and uh, my friend Steve Bornstein uh, his his son is there right now. Oh really? Oh my his gosh! Right now he's a freshman, just starting out. Oh wow! He's Steve Bornstein's from ESPN. Was oh, it at ESPN? Look at you, man. Yeah, that's look right. You, I love it. Yeah. And an, and another dear friend, Kenny Dichter, who mm-hmm. uh, 
who founded uh, Marquee Jet, and he has something called uh, Wheels Up now. Um, a great friends of Barry Alvarez, and uh, nice. Barry is the is the president of uh, the state of Wisconsin. That's what I know. <laughs> he, he pretty I, much he pretty much could. I mean, he could be he, he, with the sports icons we have in our state. Um, he probably could be like governor for life if he really wanted to be. I, I think it says it in the, in his in his made for Cadillac that is inscribed. There's something there, Luke. We can talk about that. You know, I, I, I'll call him out on it right now. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, that would that would be nice. I think he'd be pretty close to a 100 percent approval rating. And that you know, but even me, I'll be perfectly honest. I'm weird. I'm a Wisconsinite, but I'm a Somehow I ended up like a Gopher Viking fan. That being said, I would approve of Barry Alvarez as governor of Wisconsin. I respect the heck out of that guy. He would be awesome. He really is a sweet, sweet (laughs) man, too. Sweet, sweet guy. Sweet, Mm. sweet guy. So you got me here. I'm in I'm actually in London. Yeah. Overseas. Yeah. What's what? What's the reaction over there as you're as you're uh, heading uh, around? It's been awesome. I you know, I I had no idea, Luke, that this, you know, uh look i've had a label body by jake music with universal music for um this is going on 12 years now and uh you know in the beginning we did these compilations we were selling cds and then downloads and now streaming and you you know the playlists have done it very nicely and uh, my dear friend Bruce Reznikov, who kind of runs things over there at Universal Music on the on on all the licensing side and all that, we had a lunch, and I've I've known Bruce since I did my album in 1984 when he was a junior attorney, and um, the story goes I I gave him a thank you on the back of the album, and to this day he says I've amassed all this. You, you know, knowledge, and I, you know, I'm I'm one of the big dogs at Universal Music, the old days MCA Records, and uh, he goes, and no one has ever thanked me on their album except you, <laughs> and and then I did an interview uh, for Rolling Stone, and 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 thanked him again, <laughs> and uh, he says this is this is crazy, but we we were having a lunch talking about refreshing the the playlists. And he just said, Jake, you know, Beyonce and Drake are getting ready. This is a this is a number of months ago now, are getting ready to drop 80s dance albums. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna re-release your album. I go, get out, are you kidding me, man? This will be crazy. <laughs> and they uh, Luke, I hope you saw the music video. I did. Uh, I watched it. Uh wow. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, man, it's so it's redigitized. It looks mm-hmm. like it was like we shot it last weekend mm-hmm. at Spielberg's house on Broad Beach. And uh, with the exception uh, back then, there was so much beach and so few homes. Now it's the opposite. <laughs> um, but, you know, to see Priscilla Presley's boyfriend at the time, Mike Edwards, who was the number one male model in the world, uh, play the nerdy guy. And uh, one of my brothers played the bully, and I sort of reenacted the old Charles Atlas back of the magazine, back of the comic books. You know, the the the, the guy trying to get in shape in his bedroom because uh, his girl was taken away by the bully. We reenacted it, and 
had a great guy named Bobby Caldwell mm-hmm. who had a big hit in the 70s, What You Won't Do for Love. Mm-hmm. Um, sing, Don't Quit. And uh, which is, we'll get into that in a second. It's not only my motto, it's my mantra. It's everything I believe. It's my mission. And uh, it's it's my Bible verse and all of that. And uh, uh, composed a great song called Don't Quit. But but to back up for a couple of seconds, you, you, you know, music has always been a big part of my life. Uh, I mean, look, as a kid growing up, I, I was an overweight kid. I had a bad stutter growing up. My uh, dad bought me a set of weights when I was 13 years old and uh, the weights changed my life. Uh, Not only did the weights build my body, but built my confidence and self-esteem. And, uh, and, and, and I, I immediately started reading muscle magazines and I actually went out for my eighth grade basketball team uh, because I was a great basketball player. Luke, I'm just being honest with you (laughs) Uh, because my mother said, you're a great basketball player. And, uh, I wasn't really a great basketball player. I loved it, but I went out for the team. First time I stepped out on my own and I got cut. (laughs) And uh, I'm a huge believer in three things in my life. Um, Hope, health, and family. You know, I believe that when you have health, you have life. When you have hope, no matter how, how crummy the days have been, there's always that belief that tomorrow the sun will come up and there and 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 good will happen and family where whether it's your immediate family your friend group family the radio station family uh a badger family whatever it might be you always know that someone has your back and at that moment and i'm a big believer in life is about moments a friend saw i was down handed me a poem called don't quit and, it, and not not knowing anything about anything, I put it in my pocket. I was upset. I went home. I read the poem. And the last two lines of the poem go, stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. And it just sang to me, man, and became a Bible verse to me. And I always said that don't quit. And in 1981, I trademarked the words, don't quit and kept him close to my heart and who I am and everything that I believe in. And as I said, music, when I started exercising in my bedroom in Baldwin, Long Island, down in the basement, uh, you know, I had a poster of Jimi Hendrix on one wall, uh, a poster of Alice Cooper on the other wall, Grateful Dead on the wall facing me right now. And I used to love to listen to Frank Sinatra's I Did It My Way. <laughs> and incredibly eclectic and um i went to every concert on the planet i mean from the who to the dead cream uh uh, i mean cat stevens is to this moment and i love that i love him i love his music and just it 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 relaxes me it puts me in another place uh simon and g i grew up with those guys man I, i love simon and garfunkel um billy joel I love, uh, but then I go, I mean, I bounce all over the place. So I love music. I love exercise, but exercise is boring. And when you have great music, man, you can get a great workout in. And when I started to do what I was doing in LA, I was the first guy to be, to, to do personal fitness training and, and made it an occupation. We could talk about that on the next show we do together. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, um, 
you, you know, I started training all these big Hollywood stars and going to their homes, like Steven Spielberg, Priscilla Presley, uh, Harrison Ford, Barbara Streisand, Warren Beatty. And I learned an incredible lesson, Luke. These people are no different than us. They're just like you and me. The only difference is they had a dream and they never quit on their dream and never took no for an answer. And, you know, it gave me all the incentive in the world to say to myself, you know, wait a second, I might not have it never direct ET too, but I'm going to have my own success in life. And I was able to parlay that famous by association into videos and books and television shows. And in 1984, as I was preparing my first exercise video at MCA home video with a great guy named Gene Giaquinto, uh, who made my deal with a handshake, by the way. Uh, and you know, you can't get those days back. The 80s, it's like bodybuilding in the 80s, man. Like I said, when I got to L.A. in 1970, summer 77, I said, when the dinosaurs still roam the earth, <laughs> you know, Schwarzenegger and Luke Ferrigno and all these guys. And, uh, and, and, and here I was seeing what was going on with music and everything in the 80s. And I got to know... Uh, this girl named Kathy Nelson. And Kathy Nelson did the first soundtrack to a feature film, Flashdance. Mm. And, and, and I started thinking, wait a second, I'm gonna do my first exercise video. Why don't I do the first original soundtrack to an exercise video? And let me tell you what I'm thinking. What if I can, A, not only have great music that you can work out to, because at this, at, at this time, let me just frame it for you, Luke. It's 83. Jane Fonda, Jane Kennedy, uh, Victoria Principal, and a number of these terrific women were doing exercise records. And what that what I mean by that is you would go to your record store and with a tower records, whatever it was, and there was an exercise bin. And Jane would have this kind of whatever background elevator stuff, and she would go one and two and three and four. And that wasn't my speed. I wanted real artists, real music, fresh stuff that you can work out to, that you can bang around in the car with, you can do your housework to, and it puts a smile on your face. Because I'm a huge believer in the, the greatest antidepressant in the world is exercise. When you're anxious, you have anxiety, you, you, you're stressed out, you're angry, you're mad, you're sad whatever mood you're in, exercise, just get your body moving. And with the right kind of music and exercise, it, it just pumps you up. It just puts you in a different zone. So because Steven Spielberg was like a big brother to me, I went to him. I pitched him the idea. At the time, his girlfriend, Kathy Carey, had a um, publishing company at MCA Records called Unicity Music. And she was working with a great guy named Ronnie Vance. Ronnie Vance's brother was in Jane the Americans. And Ronnie was an executive that came from Geffen, came and he's been, and he was around uh, artists. And I sat down, I, a Spielberg I call Wheels. So I said, Wheels, this is what I want to do. He goes, I love the idea. Let's call Irving Azoff. Irving Azoff was running MCA Records. We set up a meeting. I sat down with Irving and I said to him simply, look, you have a lot of artists that don't have enough content to make their own album. What if I had the opportunity to maybe break an artist 
while I was doing something really different in creating an album with my exercise video and my book. My book was coming out with Simon and Schuster, which is at the time a little too much information for a lot of people, but I just want to set it up. The book was with Simon and Schuster, which was owned at that time by Gulf and Western. Competition mm-hmm. through MCA Records, MCA Home Video, MCA TV, MCA Films. Okay. But I was able to, because of once again, the relationships that I had, and I talk about this a lot as an entrepreneur, your Rolodex, the relationships that you build in your life is so imperative, so important to you. Always keep them good, always keep them fresh, be in good standings with all. And I went to Irving Azoff, I pitched him the idea. And as I was pitching him, I said, but I need one artist that at least has a name. Now, this is 80, summer of 83. So we landed upon Bobby Caldwell. And Bobby has an incredibly beautiful voice and uh, loved what we were doing, sat down with him, came up with Don't Quit, talked about the music video. And at that time, you probably know, Luke, and a lot of your listeners maybe know, MTV wasn't the only music video channel. Right. There were three or four other music video channels. Mm-hmm. But we we actually got to number two in heavy rotation on MTV. <laughs> and the song which I which I broke, and you probably know as an old radio guy, man, on Z one hundred New York with a guy named Scott Shannon, mm-hmm. the morning zoo. And it it look. Things just started to happen, but I'm going to back up. I get too excited talking about it. (laughs) Honestly, the sun is out here in London and I'd say, and and it's a beautiful, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. But, uh, um, so we, we had Bobby and then we started to listen to other people's music. Michael Cimbello just coming off of maniac, Mm -hmm. right. For the film Flashdance, ended up doing a song for me called pump it up. And he was incredible. And then we had uh, Maxine Lewis, who she, I don't know if you know much about Maxine, but- A little bit, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay, great. Because, you know, first of all, she was in the Iquettes with Ike and Tina Turner. I mean, Uh you know, to have this kind of talent. And she was doing stuff on her own. And she sang a couple of beautiful songs for us. Um, and then, uh, you know, then we had another terrific, uh, great, great guy. Uh, once again, I told you I was at Spielberg's house and, uh, John Williams, mm-hmm. the great composer mm-hmm. was there. And, um, and, and I'll never forget this. Uh, we were talking about the album and John, now remember this is 1983 and John said, you know, that is a really interesting idea. He said, you know, my son is an artist. And um, do, do you think maybe that you uh, might be able to audition or, you know, do a couple of songs? I said, of course, uh, you know, it's John Williams. What, what, what am I going to say? His son is Joseph. Joseph does, does two songs, right? Mm-hmm. For us, pre lead singer for Toto, mm-hmm. which he became, and to this day is still the lead singer for Toto. And I've got two incredible cuts of music folks before joseph williams was joseph williams he sounds great too on that like he sounds just like he sounds like he does today with the band like wow this is this is like archival stuff with the but it's on this album it's it's a gem 
it's it's a jet. I mean, and that's really what what this thing is. And uh, uh, Kamal Peterson, a, a great R and P, uh, an R and B soul guy, um, did a great tune. I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to allude to it. I just want people. People are probably thinking, "Wait a second, Body by Jake." He's talking about records and music. This is crazy. Uh, but the, the the reception has been incredible. Uh, Leslie Smith, another great guy, man, whose voice is as silky as can be, man. Uh, sang a couple of great a couple of great Jimmy Cliff remakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were. I mean, when when you get it and you listen, you know. You can get it. You can get. It. I'm not going to start because you'll turn off. You'll turn me off. You'll crash your car if you listen to driving in the car. That's why I produce and I don't sing. You see? Were you <laughs> in the stool? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, but all in all, it was the experience of a lifetime for me because I was able to be in the studio with these guys, um, and to have it. All I said to each artist, by the way, along with. Kathy Carey and Ronnie Vance. I can't take, you know, it was a team effort. And these guys guided me every step of the way. Um, I gave them what, what, what I wanted, which was give me upbeat. Give me something that if you're sad, I'm going to make you happy. If you're, you know, if you're feeling down, I'm going to get you pumped up, but not to the point of it's something that you wouldn't want to listen to in a way that you can turn it, instead of level nine you'll put it to level three or four and really just hear good positive music and that's what this is and 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 when it all came together everybody kind of looked at each other at mca records and said holy shit we got something here and and (laughs) and it was something that we we did a a 12 inch for uh for the dance clubs and we actually got the number 56 on the dance charts which i'm i'm quite proud of uh, and uh, and I think the reason it didn't do better, and Luca, this is what you learn over the course of time, that as much as I love seeing my my mug on the cover of things, I probably shouldn't have put my mug on the cover of the album, because <laughs> like I told you to begin the conversation in the back in the day, there was an exercise bin, and my album went into the exercise bin, and if it wasn't for us releasing the single on Z100 in New York and got played around the country and having that music video, it probably just would have gone bye-bye, you know, mm-hmm. immediately. And um, it's, I just smile when I talk about it. It's great when I hear people's vibes. I mean, I've been doing so many different shows like yourself and people are playing cuts and, 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 and they're just bouncing to it. And especially today, like we said with, you know, Janet Jackson, just, uh, dropped an 80s dance record too mm-hmm. and I, you know i said hey beyonce cool drake watch out for body by jim <laughs> well okay you mentioned being in the studio with these folks um and, and some of them are covers some of them are originals so how much as again you're executive producing you're not like the producer sitting at the and i'm referencing here because literally the, the the board in the studio is right board here, is right there right. yes yeah you're not like <laughs> doing the faders and everything but you're overseeing the project so what's it like trying to get that energetic vibe i can tell you as an example listening to the album even the, the first two tracks i find myself doing I kind of call it the '80s dance, where you're kind of going back and forth like that. But like it just, it just kicked in. Like, like 
without even thinking about it. And I, okay, I have to admit, I was born in 78. I was too young to, like, be fully in. Like, I don't know why, it's just osmosis, but it was there. <laughs> so it cleared, something was happening. So how are you guys figuring this out as you're in the studio to try to get them to get that positive, energetic vibe? That you just said it all, man. It just you, you could just sort of put your words in my mouth right now and just just bring it back. But you're right. I I didn't produce. I didn't sit at that board. I'm enamored by by the guys like Richard Feldman uh, uh, and Rick Kelly. Uh, Andre Fisher produced a number of the records for us. Andre came from a band called Rufus mm-hmm. um, and started dating Natalie Cole and married Natalie, you know? So, and, and, and it's all these different things that I've been around uh, and all these people to be able to sit with them and just talk and just, and they were also receptive. Um, and I think fortunately for me at the time, I mean, I was on TV 27 hours a day. Uh, so you couldn't get away from seeing me. <laughs> And I think each of these artists were like, hey, this is this is kind of cool. The dude's not going to sing with me. He's not going to tell me how to sing. Not gonna, I, I just gave a little bit. And I'm look, I'm a pumped up guy, as you can see. And uh, I, I, I said, just have fun and think about yourself in a very boring workout or exercise being. And how do we and how do we color it up? How do we tune it up? How do we get somebody uh, when they're in that car at a red light, just lost a job or a girlfriend, um, smiling again, or not feeling so great, how do you get them pumped up? Or how do you get somebody who's doing 27 reps and he wants to get to 50 or she wants to get to 50? I want her to get a 50 when she's listening to Pump It Up. See, now you're on, but you're on the album too, because it's not just the songs. Then there's the other I little. Waiting. I was waiting for that, Stu. man. I was yeah. waiting for that. You're well, in this. Know, well, so I used to, I was masterful at phony phone calls. I'm just letting you know. In my day, uh, this was before you know, caller ID, which destroyed my career, you know, of me making phony phone calls to friends and, uh, you, you know, people I knew. Um, and I always did voices. And, and when, we were doing the record. I said, you know, I want to do something really different. I want to do some interstitials where in between each cut, I do a little bit. And the bits, you know, some of them hold up great. Some of them, I, I think I'm like, Jesus, I didn't know Jake was a drug addict, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be the lead to your show. But as I'm saying those words, I just, as they came out of my mouth, I said, shit. Why'd I just say that to Luke? But he's a badger. He'll take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> but it. But it's it all in all. It's it, it's a fun listen. It it even to this day. Um, I have to imagine that the video was was you were talking about that earlier on. Getting that big crowd of folks together. How did you recruit that all? And because it I mean, it looks like it was a day what, what was like a day shoot on the beach. And then you got the end part. You guys are walking off and everyone's waving bye-bye and everything. So how do you recruit all those folks and say, let's be in a music video? Well, it was it was really interesting because I went to the gym that I worked out at. I got a bunch of people. Uh, I actually have my father who has since passed away many years ago, but he's in the video. Uh, I got my brothers. I have my little sister there. And I recruited anybody that we could find. I mean, we had, so if, I, I don't know if you know this, but but uh, I I was Lou Ferrigno's double 
the first season of the Incredible Hulk television show. And then and then I moved to the Universal Studios tour as the Incredible Hulk. And I met all kinds of people. And there were a lot of ex-circus people. So you'll see there are little people in the video because they, they were, you know, I got to, I, listen, I have relationships, friendships with uh, an amazing amount of humans. And uh, we collected a lot of them for this music video. And it's hysterical to look at it again. And Luke, to see it the way what Universal was able to do in redigitizing. I mean, it truly looks like we shot it last week. We shot that summer of 1983, brother. Mm -hmm. And what was the most fun part of that whole video shoot? Um, I think dressing Mike Edwards up, you, you know, uh, as as the nerd reading Dickweed Digest, which was <laughs> a, you know, we we had an extreme, extremely huge budget, which I think I had, I, I don't know, uh, uh, someone that I knew. I said, please, could you turn take this magazine, put Dickweed D I C Q U w-e-e-d that explains right? that i was trying to figure out what that was okay now it makes sense yeah it was it's dickweed digest and that's what he was reading and i think the thing that really that i had the most fun doing was the actual reveal of mike because he really played that nerdy guy so well that in the gym i mean look the dude is a specimen you, you, you know he was an incredibly <laughs> handsome man with a great physique yeah and uh and 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 we and we we kind of put him in in a shirt and all kinds of stuff and had him wearing glasses and when i took the glasses off of when when you watch the video uh and i take the glasses off it's like clark kent in superman and you take the glasses off and the dude looks like superman and he gets up and and, and i said right there i go oh shit this is this is going to work and this is going to work. And Bobby did such an incredible job. It's such a sport. Everybody was such a sport. And each one of the artists really took a chance with me. I'll, I'll give you one funny one. Um, so, so, so there, we listened to um, lots of different singers, artists perform. And I would say, Oh, I like that guy's voice. I like this guy's voice. And Ronnie Van said to me, he said, Jake, I want to bring a guy in. He's going to be, he's, he's going to be a big shot. And I think he'll do me a favor. And I said, okay, great. So uh, he comes in and, you know, this, this was back in the day when you would come in with your tape mm -hmm. and we put the tape on the reel to reel. Right. And we played his song, played some of his music. And I'd say he's a very nice guy. Uh, he was, I think he was from Virginia Beach, Virginia, which, you, you know, uh, interestingly enough, years later, I did a sitcom on the Family Channel mm -hmm. in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, and I thought, hey, great dude, great, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's going to make it. I don't know if his voice is that great, very honestly, Ronnie. Turns out to be Bruce Hornsby. And I, <laughs> wait, 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 Luke, hang on. So... I'm doing my sitcom called Big Brother Jake on the Family Channel. This is 1991, 93, 94. Great Italian restaurant in Virginia Beach. If you guys go there, Aldo's, great spot. Tell them I sent you. I haven't been in a while, but it's always awesome. And I'm, and I'm with my cast, right? Because after on a Friday night when we would uh, finish shooting, we would shoot two Two show, we would shoot an episode twice, an air, a dress show and an air show, and we edit together. 
and I take the cast out to eat. And people are whispering, and, 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 and I go, what's going on? I said, that's Bruce Hornsby for Bruce Horn. I go, oh, shit. Like that. He goes. <laughs> and now you got to remember, this is 84. So this is this 10 years later. This is 10 <laughs> years. And he comes walking over, and he goes, hey, Jake. And I go, oh, hey, Bruce, how you doing? He goes, remember me? And I go, yeah, I do, man. He goes. <laughs> And you never, and you never wanted to use me. I said, "Listen, man, you know I, what, what can I tell you?" And and we had a good laugh about it. And he was dynamite. And uh, but it was one of those life is about moment thing where he said, "Never me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! And the, the funny thing is that like he he did show up that same year in the in the um, strut video, which I. I was not expecting that. Like, I, I remember catching that like a couple decades ago. Like, he's wearing the sunglasses, playing the keyboards there. So he was, I mean, he did the tiny bit of a breakthrough. But imagine if he'd also been on your album that same year at the same time. Could have happened. Imagine, could you imagine that? All I'll tell you, Luke, is that there's a there's another gem that that I can't really reveal now that that this person wasn't on the album but did something else for me uh, that – for when when we're able to talk about it, it's going to blow your mind for our next conversation. But it was uh, truly exciting. And as I said, the 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 music industry has been so uh, important to me um, and and what I've been able to do along with these great artists. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just fun to see. And I want to, with all due respect, thank Beyonce and Drake for uh, dropping 80s dance records because uh, it gave us an opportunity again to to talk about this record. I was able to reconnect uh, a great guy, Peter Benetta, great producer. Uh, he and I reconnected uh, two or three months ago. We had some lunch at Soho House in Malibu at the beach. And although we only spent a couple of weeks together, uh, it's like being on a production. I'm sure you know. Uh, it's like you really get to know somebody because you're with them 12, 13, 14 hours a day. Uh, and we picked it up right where we left off in 84 and uh it was just delightful it was just delightful and to reconnect with some of the artists uh it just it's great to see it's awesome that uh we could bring real some real joy to people every day especially today and i don't want to get too heavy on it but you know with uh mental health issues and all these different things that, that 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 people deal with today sometimes it to put on some music that you can like you just said you all of a sudden it's osmosis, man. Whether you were, you grew up in the eighties or you're you're you were born in the nineties or the two thousand, you just start doing that eighties thing, baby. You know that's it. Doing that, yeah. It just it just comes like it's such a natural thing to do. It's so much fun. Um, it, it happens. Uh, do you have a favorite song from the album? Oh wow, man. Um, I gotta tell you, I I happen to I I happen to love both of Joseph Williams songs, you know, um, and it took me a couple of minutes because they started out, you know, they start out very, you know, gently, and uh, I love Firepower. Very honestly, I think Firepower is awesome, um, but I look, I love Hot as a Rock, which is uh, you, you know a little, and that was the thing with Kamal Peterson did. Uh, where we like it, it was pre you, you, you know having to be pc mm-hmm. right so uh 
if you think you listen to Hard as a Rock, it's it's some sexual connotations. Yeah, yeah. Let, 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 let's, let, let's just say that, Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a super fun song. I love Don't Quit. I mean, I, honestly, I, I love all the eight songs because I was so intimately involved in them that we could have changed anything we wanted to have changed. But the flow of the album is so nice. The songs stand on their own. The two Jimmy Cliff tunes are sensational. I, you know, Les, Leslie Smith uh, doing what he does and Max A. Lewis. I couldn't have gotten better, better artists to do those songs. Um, and I mean, and and obviously pump it up for Michael uh, Sabello. Yeah, um, just great. All, all, all great. I can't, I can't pick one. It's like when you say, Jake, you got four kids. Who's right. your favorite? I, come on, you can't. It's impossible. I love, I love my daughter Morgan, who lives here now. By the way, we're here visiting her. It's a, it's, it's a pleasure. She's been here now about a year and uh, love in London. I got three boys, two in New York, and uh, one a senior at USC back home at the film school, finishing up. But uh, and just like my eight cuts of uh, music, I love them all equally. <laughs> That's 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 definitely true with that with any time you got family. That's how it always works. Speaking of that and speaking of artists, if you were to have a contemporary artist recut any of the songs in the album and I say family because I don't know if there's a song that Haley would want to recut from from this eight. But literally, it could be her, could be anyone who is currently popular on the radio streaming. Who would you like to have do redo what from this album? Wow. You know, it's interesting, uh, Luke, that's a, that's a great question. I've been thinking about this. And what I have been finding is that, well, my youngest guy, Luke, like you, uh, is a DJ. And uh, they started sampling some of the songs. And some of their DJ friends are sampling some of the songs. And I almost wanted to be, look, you know, my whole life and career no one's I've never been able to in my career walk through the front door. Everything I've ever done, I've always had to make my own creative way. And I think it would be a cheat to have an incredible artist right now do a song. I I want to see what's going to happen. And it's starting to happen where DJs are starting to sample some of this music. Um, I mean, look, a great guy e40 uh mm-hmm. who who i i happen to love uh he's become a friend there's another great producer um he has uh, his name is city under siege and uh he's a guy i've come to know and and he's got a lot of these young artists coming out of atlanta and i i'd love to hear a take from a young up-and-comer uh and what they would do with it mm-hmm. that's that to me, to once again, I'm always about you know how could you pay it forward, how how could you you know give a shot to somebody else, uh, as as opposed to some superstar doing a sample of "Don't Quit." Mm-hmm. It's really sort of the essence of the original album in a way. That's exactly it, and I, that's how I that's how I live my life. I mean, uh, as I said, I've been here doing presents and uh, seeing my daughter. Um, I was in New York and, and then the, the last two weeks before that, uh, I put fitness centers in elementary and middle schools around this great country of ours. So uh, that's my gift back. I've been chair of the National Foundation for Governors Fitness Councils. And each year I choose four states uh, called Governors Cold. Uh, 
And, uh, and, and this year, as a matter of fact, we did Idaho, Nebraska, North Dakota, and South Dakota, which uh, puts me at 42 states completed. Nice. We've done Wisconsin uh, a few years back uh, with, with eight to go. And I have incredible sponsors like Coca-Cola, Nike, Anthem, uh, who goes by Elevance Health now. Uh, and wheels up and they've been supporters of mine since uh, 2006. So giving back is a big thing. Making people happy is a big part of what I'm about and uh, and living don't quit, man. Body by Jake, don't quit music from the original video soundtrack. Back out on streaming, all sorts of opportunities for people to listen to it. Thank you for taking time to chat. This has been such a blast this morning. This has been great, or afternoon overseas. It's been great, it's been great. You are awesome. And then, hey, listen, you know, I'm just building up the base now. So I'm on Instagram finally. So at Official Body by Jake, let's get all your millions of followers, man, to uh, <laughs> jump aboard for some good positive vibes every day. Official Body by Jake. Luke, you're the best. All right, you too. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Don't quit. Oh, boy, that was so much fun there. Body by Jake. Jake Steinfeld, um, great, 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 great conversation there. Uh, again, if you're looking for that Body by Jake, Don't Quit music from the original video soundtrack, look for that now available streaming and follow him on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Look for Jake Steinfeld, the godfather of the exercise playlist. Um, yes, give this album a listen. It will put you in a good mood. I, I can pretty much guarantee it. This has been the latest edition of Got Time for a Quick Story. Thanks, as always, to my employer, Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, for providing the facilities to do a lot of these interviews. You can listen to and watch a lot of these interviews at greatesthits981.com. Uh, go, um, go to interviews, which you'll find under features. You can also go to our YouTube channel. A lot of those are there as well. Thanks to Tim Plumley for helping to arrange this interview, getting this all set up. Uh, you can also follow my podcast, Got Time for a Quick Story, on a lot of the usual podcast platforms. Download it, uh, subscribe to it so you know when new episodes arrive, and um, hopefully give it a higher rating so word spreads around even more about it. Got time for a quick story. I'm Luke Anthony.